Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. We are back and better than ever. I'm Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my lovely wife, Chanel. Chanel, how are you doing tonight? I am. I'm doing as well as we can be. Yeah, as well as we all can be. Again, we've all been quarantined or should should all be quarantined in the house or have been unless quarantined. Unless you're an essential person. Unless you're an essential person or unless you just don't listen to people. <laughs> Um, you know, we've all kind of been quarantined in the house for a good month and a half now. So please, hopefully you guys are all staying safe, um, staying sane out there and, and maybe most importantly, staying away from people as much as possible. Again, we're all trying to practice social distancing so we can have a hot boy summer. We can have a hot girl summer later this year. Now, I don't have a lot of faith in that, but um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen stories about people like in the park. In big cities. But, but is it, can't you go to the park? No, 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 congregating in the park. Oh, like meeting. Yeah, because oh. we can't even go to the park in New Jersey. Yeah, it, they shut our parks down around here. Which is crazy. Because people were congregating. Yeah, it's like, fam, it's like, I would like to go to the park and walk. But they have put up metal barriers <laughs> so you cannot park your car. <laughs> they so tried. Gonna, First, yeah. they roped off the gym equipment so the kids couldn't get on. And they took the rims down. And then down. people were playing basketball. Yes. So then they took the rims down. But people still congregated. So then they said, you know what? You can't have nice things. Can't they took the nice whole things. parks away. All of them. Gone. Took the parks away in, in PA. So, again, you have to kind of make. They took them away in PA, too? I'm sorry, in New Jersey. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Jersey, I, like, yeah. there are people I know who, like, live kind of near the border who, like, drive to PA so they can go to the park and just, like, and just, like run. Insane. I figured out a, a, way, a way to walk, where, a place to walk now. So I had a little, a little secret that people don't know about. Is that our secret? Or no, no, no. I had a new secret. I had a new secret. Because we had another little secret. But I found a new secret. But yeah, we need to kind of tell me about it. Yeah, because I just thought about it the other day. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't, I can't divulge any more than that on this okay. on this platform. Yeah, we Off. don't want folks. We'll tell you where we eat offline, as they would say. But as, we can't, we can't tell you where we walk because it's a health hazard. Yes, <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. But we have a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the podcast. Because again, we haven't been here for a couple of weeks. We apologize, but we have a lot of stuff to catch you up on. There's been a lot of news in the food world and a lot of things to talk about um, since we've joined you last. Um, again, a lot of people are doing different things as far as getting food because, again, we're all trying to practice social distancing. So there are places that will deliver to your home and there are alternatives to grocery stores. If you go to a grocery store such as the ones we frequent where people do not practice social distancing correctly. So if you don't want to deal with that, there are other alternatives because people can't read stickers that are laid on the floor that say, ah. this is the way to go down aisles. Where it's they, crazy. Yeah. There's up and down arrows, folks. Up and down arrows. It's crazy. So Insane. Yeah. So we'll tell you about alternatives to that. And of course, um, Philly chefs are doing their, their best to keep their restaurants um, active and open during the quarantine period. So there are different ways that you can support um, local restaurants. We'll tell you about that. And for those of you who have or do not have 
a wine and spirit store or a beer distributor near you, there are other ways for you to get uh, wine and spirits or different things that, that, that might help you kind of get through this quarantine. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the show. And, of course, in our main segment, this is our What's Good Philly segment. We're going to have a little fantasy time. We're going to have a little fantasy, play a little fantasy island, if you will. Well, not really an island, but we're going to get on a, on, a, on a plane. Fantasy travel. Fantasy travel. We're going to get on a plane and say, hey, you know what? If we were to go somewhere, because, again, no one's really going anywhere unless for business, and no one probably should be anyway. In, 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 in case you guys haven't, you probably haven't picked up from Roy and I, we go places all the time. We try to. We try to. We, we don't stay home a lot, so we, this we try is, to. like, difficult. We, in this quarantine, will have missed two trips. Uh, two. Two, I guess two, yeah. yeah two trips. I guess two. I guess two, yeah. Yeah. Because work is trash. So you need to get away from work as much as, yeah, possi- as possible. As possible. So we try to, you know, two or three times a year, we try to do two a little. Two or three. Do a little. Well, it's not, it's not like, usually more yeah, than three. It's like three or four. Uh, you don't count the weekend stuff or like. Yeah, like driving down to D.C. or that. I don't really count. You know. I count that. Well, yeah. That is a little getaway. you're not driving. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little getaway. But yeah, so uh, so we aren't traveling anytime soon. But whenever this is kind of over and wherever, whenever we're all able to kind of get away from work and get away from these constant zoom meetings and microsoft team meetings there's some places you know in, in the states and, and outside of the states that we want to check out so um, we'll talk about a place we've been before chicago we've talked about a place that we'd like to go to nashville and if you've been to either place please let us know what your favorite spots are in those two cities we'll run down the ones that kind of appeal to us but if there's some that appeal to you please Hit us up, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at John Appetite, or hit us up with an email, johnappetite at gmail.com. Again, we are a very, very accessible podcast. Uh, we appreciate all of you who hit us up and tag us in your in your post. Shout out to the, uh, to the homie Ken Marshall, who uh, who went to Poppy's last night, our favorite, one of our favorite taco places oh. in uh, in Los Angeles. Tagged I did recreate it, though. You did do that. Shout out to Poppy's for shouting us out. Oh, yes. on, their, on their posts. Uh, we appreciate Shout out to Poppy's well. for having a great recipe, a fantastic recipe that I did try to mimic at home. Yeah, so uh, some some great stuff to talk about again on this week, on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Um, but again, as we always say, please follow us wherever um, you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, Spotify. Again, we are a very, very accessible podcast. Download us to your phone, your iPod, your iPad, Take us with you if you go outside. If you can go to a park, you can take us with you on your phone while you're at, at the park. Or you can listen to us on your computer as well. Also, again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at John Appetit. Hashtag John Appetit if you want to tag us in your IG photos. Shout out as, as well to our friends over at the War Room Sports Podcast Network. If you love what we do here at John Appetit, you will love the War Room Sports Podcast Network shows. War Room Sports, my other show, The Broad Street Line, uh, Tissue and a Tape. Plenty of great shows at the War Room Sports Podcast Network, so check them out. And as always, shout out to Tay Diggs, shout out to Padma for showing us love on the Twitter machine. All American Season 3. I don't know what season. Actually, Padma you, showed love? Remember she retweeted my tweet. Oh, she yeah, liked my yeah, tweet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I so Padma's so that, that Pat part the, of the clip. That has joined the Tay Diggs thing, so mm-hmm. now everybody. Padma's part of the okay, team. She's part of the team. She's down with the team. <laughs> I got you. Um, so her her new show's coming out um, in June. So definitely want to keep an eye, eye out on that on Hulu. All right, Philly, what's new? Well, what's new is that food distributors will now deliver directly to your home. Awesome. Do not have to leave the house for food. It's a great deal. It's a lot of people who were, A, leaving the house is very inconvenient or expensive or a lot of people who are immunocompromised and just don't can't really deal with 
Again, crowds who do not practice social distancing guidelines, even though they're all over the place. I I know people who listen to to this show are not the culprits. Um, But those who are, come on now. Come on. Come on, people. It it messes with my anxiety. uh, (laughs) I can't have it. It's not that difficult. Again, it's not that difficult. Again, it's this is a tough time for all of us. And, you can't and, be walking yeah. up on people, folks. I'm sorry, Roy. Yeah, no, no, it's no, fine. Stop walking <laughs> up on us when we go outside. Just stop, please. I am one of those people who can't, who is in danger when it comes to coronavirus. Please don't walk up on me. Yeah, as, as the as the Jizza would say, and I'm going to clean this up. Stop running up on people with all that whack stuff. All right, <laughs> like please, like just like everybody. You know, six feet apart, you know, wear your mask. You know, if you want to, wear your gloves. Again, these are all rules that everybody, you know, should be should abide by. If you're in a supermarket, you know, don't stand in the middle of the aisle. Because I've seen that multiple times over the past couple of days. People just sit in the, with their cart in the middle of the aisle, just looking at stuff while people are, like, lined up trying to get past them. It's like, come on, people. It's like, you got to realize. Anyhow, you don't have to deal with that, necessarily, because... In some cases, you can get groceries and other food products delivered directly to your home. There's Ambrogi Foods in Thoroughfare, New Jersey, which is near Deptford. Um, if you check out their website, they are selling produce and dairy. Again, they will deliver directly to your home. Uh, Julia Silvert is selling all sorts of stuff, meats and produce and dairy and pasta. Free delivery in Philadelphia for orders of 70 bucks or more. Free delivery outside of the city for $125 or more if you want to check them out. Uh, go to wearegourmetfoods.com. Um, there's one of our friends, our good friend, Samuels and Sons. They have amazing fresh seafood that they will deliver to your home. They have put together family packs or they have a la carte um, options as well. You can get salmon, sea bass, shrimp, uh, the jumbo lump crab, which is their jumbo lump crab, which is amazing. The prices on that are ridiculous. Yeah, the prices man. are very oh, good. Yeah, I, I went so to the store. Good. So I went to the store. So the, the crab at the crab, the lump, no, the claw meat crab. Was seventeen ninety nine. It's seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine on the website. Seven ninety nine no, on the website. I, you know why I know? Because I have a, a tab open with stuff in my cart already. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I don't blame you. No, no, these are good. These are good prices. Again, a pound of butter for four dollars. Again, this is like they have prices a, are great. The fish is fresh. Like yeah, the fish and is we've fresh. seen that firsthand, so we like, know. Yeah, we see how the fish it, come in it, and how it, they're it, tagged and how they're treated and. You know, we've tasted the shrimp. So like we've we've tasted their food. Like we under like this is legit stuff. Yeah, this is legit. And the fact legit. and the, and Samuels and Sons are there. They are the ones that probably supply your favorite restaurant with 100%, their seafood. One hundred percent. And right now, uh, there's a situation where you can actually buy direct and get it delivered to your home. Depending on how much you buy, will determine what your delivery costs are. But even if you don't buy enough to meet the free delivery. The price that you pay for delivery is still worth it. It's not even expensive. No, it's it? not. It's not. It's not terrible. I, like probably at some point we'll probably put together an order just for. No, a I just sense. told you I started on. No, I'm saying, but you didn't put it through. No, I didn't put, it, didn't through. put it through. I started, yeah. and then we'll discuss. Yes. <laughs> yeah, olive oil, eggs. I mean, they serve. They 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 sell a lot of different things. So again, check out their um their their direct um shop at home uh, website is just Giuseppe's Market. So that's G I U S E P P E S market.com that's giuseppe's market um, for their shop at home um, items or for, for their d- deliver to your home items and if you want prepared meals you can check out snap kitchen now snap kitchen is the uh they have i don't even know how many they have in the philadelphia area at least a half dozen 
outlets in the Philadelphia area where you have to prepare meals and um, the healthy foods, you know, foods. I think most of this stuff is under 550 calories. But they will deliver their prepared meals to your home. So if you're looking for some keto-friendly meals and vegetarian meals that you don't feel like cooking or you don't feel like putting together, they have prepared meals that they will deliver to your home as well. Again, that's Snap Kitchen. So it's a lot of different places. There's a lot of outlets for you guys um, to get food delivered if to your you home. Can't, great. If you can't. Yeah, if you can't yeah. get out or if it's... Again, cause, or if you're one of those essential workers and uh, you don't have time. You don't have time. Yeah. Like a lot of SEPTA routes are shut down. I mean, it's hard for people who to get around the city, yeah, period. You're, you're hurting for navigating the city. So this is a, a good way yeah. to be able to get uh, fresh food, good food to your home. Definitely. And it's safe. Just just wipe your stuff down. Yeah, just wipe your stuff down. Just wipe your stuff down. Um, if you can go out, again, if you don't want to deal with the craziness that is an Acme or a ShopRite or anything like that, there are independent grocery stores, or giant, there are independent grocery stores that are good alternatives to your supermarket. Uh, there are many grocers in Reading Terminal Market that are still open. So you can go, you can call. They're also delivering out of there. They too. can deliver. To, I don't know now. Did they start are, it back up again? Did they start? They had to suspend it. They had it. to suspend it. Okay. So I'm not sure as of this recording, I'm not sure if they started it back up again. Okay. But I know you can call different markets. I think you can call for pickup. I know you can definitely do that. You can call your vendors. You can kind of put together your order and then go to Reading Terminal Market and pick that up. Again, a lot of the grocers there, and they have amazing food, ama- amazing fish, amazing meats, amazing um, products there at Reading Terminal. Italian Market, a number of places there are still open. DeBruno Brothers is still open. I know the one of the Italian markets open, the one in Rittenhouse is open, and the one in Center still is a 7th. Oh, is it 7th and Chestnut? I'm going to get that wrong. Um, the one in is at 7th Street. Uh, the, those three DeBruno Brothers I know are still open. Um, if you need to do your, your, your shopping there. Esposito's, Anastasi Seafood, Sarcone's Bakery, Villa de Roma, and Isgro's Pastries in the Italian market. They're all open as well. Um, the Headhouse, Fittler Square, and Clark, uh, Clark Park Farmers Markets, um, they're, still, uh, they're still going to plan to operate as normal. They'll practice social distancing, and there'll be hand-washing stations and gloves um, as well for them. And then the, uh, the Fond and the Dutch restaurants, they're going to offer, or they're offering a pop-up food market Wednesdays to Sundays, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So, again, if you need to get some staples like eggs and butter and bread and things like that, uh, the Fond restaurant and the Dutch restaurant, um, those, are all, those are options as well. And these are all good alternatives because the hoarders seem to go to <laughs> um, the big box grocery stores, right. if that's a thing. I don't know that. They yeah, it kind, of, kind of is. Big yeah. box places. Yeah. Uh, and they tend to take all the meats and cheese and eggs and stuff like that and hoard it. So going to the smaller grocers is a good way to make sure that you can get the items you need right. while still supporting these smaller businesses so that when all this is open, they can still stay over, open and provide us with the quality food that we're used to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Anytime we can support local businesses, you know, during this quarantine, it's probably a good thing. It's definitely a good, a it's good thing. a good thing. Those big box places, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. We, uh, we need to come together and support. If there was ever a time, for example, with the Brunos. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you, there are certain things you like to go there for, if it's a place and it's a specialty place, you grab one or two items. You still want to be able to get that stuff when this is over. So I I highly recommend throwing some support behind places like that, um, because Shoprite, Acme, Giant, they're all going to be here. Well, no, one hundred percent with so. their hormone meats and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So speaking of the uh, speaking of supporting local businesses, um, again, there's a new website or a recent recently created website, savephillyeats.com. 
that offer special experiences and deals to help local restaurants generate revenue again through through this quarantine period where 100% of the proceeds go to the businesses and again a lot of restaurants that we've talked about on the show a lot of restaurants that you guys frequent um, on you know you guys frequent are on this web are on this website savephillyeats.com the experiences include a bagel making class at High Street on Street on Market. There's an Italian wine class at Vetri. Um, there's in-home dinners from various chefs, and again, some of these are you know expensive, and you know, but some of these are, are not that expensive, not expensive as well. Um, but again, if you really want it, if you got the money, and if you want Nicholas Elmy to come to your house, Scott Schroeder from Hungry Pigeon, or Michael Solomonoff to uh, to cook you some dinner, you can have that. But again, so if you just awesome. want a take home, you know, a take home dinner, the Vetri has a a six course take home dining experience for eighty five dollars a person. Which again, you can't go to Vetri for less than what like one seventy one two hundred dollars a person. I don't know, to, you paid to go to Vetri, <laughs> but but I, well, we went on a la carte day. Yeah, we didn't okay. even go on the uh, <laughs> on a tasting menu day because that's that's a different price. That's levels. Yeah, yeah. So we went on the a la carte day. But if you wanted a six course meal from Vetri, you can get a take home deal from Vetri. For $85 a person. That's amazing. That's amazing stuff. Vernix offering 20% off gift cards. So if you if you buy $250 worth, let's say, of gift cards, you get an extra 50% of $50 on the gift card. Um, so there's a lot of great um, uh, items on here. 10% off gift cards at Franklin Ice Cream. And what's that website again? SavePhillyEats.com. Some great experiences, some you know, some gifts, some discounted gift cards. Again, high-end stuff, you know, reasonable plan stuff. Plan for the future, people. Yeah. Plan if you have, like, an anniversary party, you were yes. thinking of planning, like, what, next year or whatever, you, you can go up there and book Michael Solomon off. Here's the, here, Solomon check off. this out. Mike's Barbecue, at-home, full barbecue experience with Mike and his smoker. Yeah, Mike from Mike's Barbecue will come to your house. This is for, this, I wish your birthday was in. Like this is for summer. twelve to fifteen people. That would be again. It's a, little, it's a little pricey, but he will come no, to your house. But that's dope. Yeah, like, I, like you know what? Like, I, I if it's I, like someone's yeah. milestone birthday yeah. or milestone uh, if somebody's anniversary, like 50th birthday or whatever, or someone's like retiring or, yeah, or something. Reti- that'd like, be an amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing gift. Um, so yeah, so so stuff like that. But again, there's reasonable stuff here as well. Again, there's a again there's there's gift card offers. There's there's t-shirts. There's other things that support these business businesses. So again, check it out. SavePhillyEast.com. Again, this is this is a very difficult time for local restaurants. Yeah, for, very yeah, difficult. The time. restaurant business is taking a hit. Think about because I thought about this the other day. Think about the number of times you go out to eat. Mm-hmm. We 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 go out to eat a lot, and how much we. First of all, think about how much, you know, like you've eaten my cookingness over this past. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was thinking, I was like, by now, I, I usually have eaten at, at least three different places, you know, this month. It's just it's it's weird. And I'd like selfishly for all of the places that I like to be open when all this is over. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, along I, yeah. with you guys, right. we're supporting too. So, uh, and we're, we're doing takeout at some of our favorites. So we recommend that you do the same. Yes. Rich driving into Philly to get food. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times again. Cause, cause again, I, I want some of these restaurants to stay open. I do it more. Um, uh, my, my wife wasn't so crazy about me going outside, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like I, I, cause I saw the number earlier this week. It was like 80% of restaurant workers in the state of PA are unemployed right now. That's it's, it's tough, man. It's a yeah. tough, it's, it's a tough time. Um, so again, so, so we're doing our, our, our part, though small, I'm sure it's making some impact and we recommend that yeah. everyone who likes to dine out, who likes the experience of eating out, trying new things, trying new food, 
who loves what was happening in the Philly food scene before all this. If you want to see that, keep going after. Mm-hmm. Take out Tuesdays. Take out on the weekends. We got nothing else to do. Yeah, no, no. We all, we're all, you know, for the most part, you know, trying to trying to do our best to kind of quarantine and chill again. And then again, for those of you who are who are social, who are uh, essential workers, a lot of these restaurants are doing you know free meals or discounted meals for essential workers, and we'd like them to be able to continue that as well. So anything that we can do to support um, those restaurants so they can continue to uh, help those on the front line. Again, we we you know we we try to do our part as well. So that website again, SavePhillyEats.com. A lot of cool stuff on that website. So so definitely check that out. Um, distilleries providing an alternative to closed wine and spirit stores. Now there are some. I think there are fifty. I want to say uh, wine and spirit stores in the Philadelphia area. Because again, excuse me, Pennsylvania is part of the. They have the whole state controlled kind of mm-hmm. liquor control board thing. So that weird thing. The I believe state stores. Yeah, yeah, state stores. So I believe fifty of them are open in Philadelphia. That's not all of them. Um, so a lot of these stores are still closed. Summer's open. They, they do. Uh, uh, they do delivery, but I've heard the delivery process is kind of weird, and you have to call the state store, and then everybody's trying to call the state store because yeah. everybody wants some alcohol. So it's a little bit weird, but. If you don't want to deal with all that, again, if you don't have a wine and spirit store near you, there are there are other options for you if you want to um, get your wine, liquor, and beer, and spirits, and all sorts of good stuff. Because distilleries and breweries, for a large for for the most part, are still open. So uh, Manitoni still works, and his Passyunk is open. Uh, Jet Wine Bar, they're just open, just just selling wine. Um, they're on a fifteen twenty five South Street. If you just want bottles of wine, they're basically just serving as a wine cellar. So instead of in, in you know an actual restaurant or bar now, uh, De Bruno Brothers has wine and beer at their locations. Ninth and Chestnut, there's a De Bruno Brothers I was talking about. Ninth and Chestnut and Rittenhouse, they both have wine and beer. So if you want some wine and beer, you can go to De Bruno Brothers, Philadelphia Distilling, your place in Fishtown. <laughs> they are still open. They have the Roy's blue favorite, coat, favorite the blue coat gin, Holla. And other spirits as well. We got a we got the the, the vodka there. Well, we got just about half the stuff. There. Yeah. <laughs> we got pretty much everything yeah. in our line. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they will even deliver in PA for a ten dollar flat fee. So if you want to if you want to just re up on all your blue coat gin and your pen vodka did, and your absinthe and all that good stuff, they will deliver for ten bucks. Because I know you were. Getting I did not. Nervous. I did not. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah, he's getting nervous. He's getting low. Yeah, I am. I'm getting low. I'm getting low. I thought about last trip I made to Philadelphia. I thought about stopping there. And Should've. you know I would have been upset. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Don't go unnecessary <laughs> places. Yeah. This is a quarantine. Yeah, they're fine. I got my mask. I got my mask. But for those of you who are going to order online, PA Wine and Spirits, their website is slowly increasing capacity over the next days and months. Again, I know a lot of people tried to go online and the, the online, the website crashed and all that good stuff. Because, again, like these stores have been closed for basically like a month, at least a month. And people were having very having some difficulties getting a wine and spirit. So it's easier now, but again, if you are in, if you're, if it's possible for you to check out a distillery or a brewery near you, that might be your best option. Um, Cause again, like not everybody can get to the wine and spirit stores considering the way that transportation is um, right now in Philadelphia, but they're all alternatives. So again, you do not have to go uh, alcoholless during the quarantine. Cause again, a lot of people having those zoom happy hours on Fridays or Thursdays or whatever day it is. Cause every day is the same. <laughs> Every day is the same. We can do a Zoom happy hour. Why would we do a Zoom happy hour? Like me and you? I just drink. <laughs> I just drink. Because you seem sad about not having. Do you Zoom do Zoom? You, do, you don't do Zoom at work though. You, do, you use Teams, right? Yeah, we you use do Teams. teams. Yeah, 
You, what do you guys use? We use Zoom. Oh, you use we Zoom? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Okay. Yeah, we Zoom it up. Um, yeah, man, shout out to Zoom. We should shout out Zoom, man. Without Zoom, without Teams and Zoom, people, man, I don't even know how, how people be. Conference like, call. Because people just love to have meetings. They love, love meetings, meetings man. But they would be all conference calls. Jeez. And and Zoom is a thousand percent better than a conference call. Like a thousand percent. And conference calls is trash. way better. Because anyone can share their screen. It's like you don't have to be talking about something. And it's like, oh, I'm on page two. Right. No. Uh, it's a straight up, yeah. let me share my screen. And then I don't wait, have to wait for anyone to allow me to share my screen. It's just that there's a, just, button, there's a button that button. just says share your screen. With a presenter. And there's no the setup required. Yeah. And it just, it's. It's a game changer. Yeah, nothing for nothing. I am impressed at the fact that they've been able to handle this, this capacity yes. in such a quick, because like, this was quick. Like in the middle of March, like, you know, like 50 million people or probably some crazy number of people were just at home working. Yeah. You know, where it was like a lot of the number was a lot smaller two weeks before that. Right. And they were able to hit, handle this with pretty much well, they, no, very little. they had little, a little issue for a minute. Yeah, they had a little hacking issue or whatever. But it, well, it's, Zoom did, not, not Teams. All right, my, all right, Bill Gates. No, but but shout out to shout out to that because again, like this has made working and work life a lot a lot more efficient for a lot of people. More more bearable, more bearable for a lot for a lot of people. But a lot of meetings, man, meetings is crazy. Mm. All right. Anyhow, while we're all at home, a lot of people are calling up Uber Eats to get food delivered to their home. Now, we have a list of the most popular Uber Eats orders. This list is from 35 of the 50 states because people don't really care about Delaware for some other reasons. For yeah, some reason. what's up with that? I don't know about that. I don't Why know. did they drop Delaware off the list? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. In 10 of the 35 states, 10. the most popular item ordered. French fries. Some variation of French fries. I knew it. You, you know why I knew? People love French no, fries No, I'm going like to tell you how I knew. Because before I had you, uh, when that grocery run where I said, you got to get a bag of frozen French fries, mm-hmm. for like two weeks, I was sitting here like, man, I wish I had some French fries. But then the thought process was like, where do you get French fries from? Like, where can I order French fries? And they still be crunchy and da 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 blah, blah, blah. You crave those things. Because people, what happens is when you're in your car, right? Let's say you're coming from work and you're like, oh, I got to stop here. I got to do all this. I'm not going to cook dinner till something. People grab French fries as a snack. They don't just get French fries, right? No, you do. I've All right, because I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not. You got to explain. There are thing. those of us who are carboholics, like where it's like, oh, I have to do this, or you have somewhere you have to be after work, and it's just like, and just grab something real quick. We're gonna grab. I'll grab some French fries. So you don't grab a burger and fries. No, you or... just grab the French fries and you keep it pushing. Because there's like nacho fries and waffle fries no. and some variation of fries. We're on ten of I'm these thirty. You. Number I'm one. Sometimes Number one. when you just want a snack or like a lot of parents, like if they get their kids for like kids. Happy Meals or whatever, kids they, like for themselves, they might just oh, grab fries. fries. Yeah. You know, like if you're a carb addict, like someone like me, then that's something that because for two weeks I sat here like I need French fries. I need French fries. And um, it was like, I don't want them delivered, though, because where would I get it from? And I don't want anything else with them. So then that time when I gave you the list, I was like, oh, you got to get the frozen French fries. That's where that came from. So that doesn't shock me. So that was, num- so that was number one in 10 states. There's Sorry. another. <laughs> no, that's fine. There's another There's another entree that was number one in five states. I don't know. Can you one. guess? Uh, guess. Okay. So French fries. What else have I been craving? Um, I'm going to go with. It's like a taco or something. Some kind of Mexican food. Pad Thai. 
Pad Thai? Pad Thai, number one in five states. Really? Five of the 35 states. Pad Thai, the number one thing ordered on Uber Eats. Yes. Pad Thai. In five states? Five states. What are, do you know what those states are? Uh, I can tell you in a second. Give me a second. I can look it up. But yeah, five states, Pad Thai. While I'm doing that. You can get that delivered. That's why I'm like, why are you creating? Oh, well, this is the most delivered thing? Most delivered okay. thing on Uber all Eats. Right, yeah, right. Most popular takeout orders on Uber Eats in five U.S. states. And I think these states were kind of all over the place. There's Georgia, uh, Kentucky, Michigan, Tennessee, and Texas. And it was Pad Thai. Pad Thai. Yes. Interesting. Now, of course, as we always do with these lists, keep it local. The number one item for New Jersey was what? I can see it. So, no, yeah. <laughs> my list is cut off in half, and it starts at New Jersey. Okay, so number one item in New Jersey: chicken sandwich. I imagine this is Chick Fil A. It doesn't necessarily have to be. It could be the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It could be. Oh, it could be the. Yeah, it could be the Popeye's chicken sandwich. But if oh, you've yeah, seen that's the so lines, weird, if you've seen the lines, I've seen it at Chick Fil A. It's probably Chick Fil A because is Chick Fil A in North Jersey too? This is this just New Jersey. No, but I'm Are there some in New Jersey, North Jersey? North I'm sure Jersey. there are. Because sure if are. you multiply that times the lines that you're seeing here. Does it, well, then. yeah, but it doesn't even matter because it's just the lines here. <laughs> <laughs> I've, like, I've never seen, like, there are, like, if I had to guess, and a lot, I haven't been to Chick fil A in a minute, a couple of weeks, but like the last four or five times I've been there, there have been at least 25 to 35 cars in line. Like, at least in line, like at Chick fil A. There's a spot where you for the curbside takeaway. Mm-hmm. And they have like you know, on the other side. Well, so when you come in our Chick Fil A, basically there's one side. Well, there's parking all around the building, and one side of the building is dedicated to curbside takeaway. And there's like ten spots on that side for, just for curbside takeaway. Mm-hmm. When you do curbside takeaway, all the spots are always filled. Like there's no place to park for curbside takeaway because all the curbside takeaway <laughs> spots are filled. But it takes you ten to fifteen minutes just to get into the parking lot because there are cars backed up into the street. To get into the Chick Fil A parking lot, it is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. People love but it's like, chicken but sandwiches, but the crazy thing is, it's like that when there's no quarantine. I keep saying quarantine. Is that what this? Yeah, is? it's quarantine. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're quarantine. Yeah, there's there's sometimes cars backed up into the lowest yeah. parking lot. Yeah, so like the, I don't. And the thing is, there are two other Chick Fil A's within a reasonable distance. Yeah, but I think they're they're kind of sort of like that too. I don't know. I don't know. Don't. But but that's what's great. It's like this isn't the only game in town. Right. So if you're in a line here, that means the other ones are crazy too. Yeah. So because they're all close to each other. I am not. I am not surprised that Chick Fil A is number one in New Jersey. Chicken uh, sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Chicken chicken sandwich. Excuse me. Uh, Pennsylvania. What's the number one thing in Pennsylvania? I can see it. Oh, all right. So you're at the bottom. So obviously a cheesesteak, which is not a surprise. People are craving their cheesesteaks and they want their cheesesteaks. Connecticut. I can't see that one. Right. What's number one in Connecticut? Mm. Thinking about it, Connecticut. Thinking about it, pizza. I would think pizza. It's a burrito bowl. A burrito bowl. Mm-hmm. Burrito bowl. Number one. Where are they getting these from? I have no idea. I I assume again. I assume it's Chipotle. Chipotle. I assume it's Chipotle, but I don't know. Really? Number one burrito bowl. I, I I don't know about this. I just can't <laughs> see a bunch of people in in Pennsylvania, particularly Philly, sitting around saying, "I want a cheesesteak delivered." Yeah, yeah. Delivered want- though. Uber Eats, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure cheesesteak's probably top five anyway. You know why I don't see that? Because the traffic is so probably so low, and oh yeah, but you can't get on a train right, and you a can't, bus you to can't. go get. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it, I got yeah, it. You're probably right. Out. Yeah, can't, can't. like if you if you could get to Delisandro's quickly, 
you would go on right. like a bottom surgery. You can't go to gym, can, gyms close. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these places close. So now you got to hunt around, figure out where it is, and it might be uh, in a whole other right. part of the city. So now you right. have to. Some of your local spots are closed. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, I see it. Cheese All right, I believe the list now. In PA. So again, this is a very, very interesting list. Again, this is Uber Eats' most popular orders uh, from Uber Eats during the quarantine. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we are going to get on an aeroplane and leave the quarantine in our minds because we have a couple of places we'd like to check out once this is all over. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number two of the show. This is our What's Good Philly segment, but this is not going to be a Philadelphia-focused segment. We're going to get on a plane, again, in our minds. Take a little bit of a trip. You know, we're all been, most of us have been confined to our homes for the past month and a half or so, but there are some places where we'd like to go once this is all over, kind of once, you know, life returns to the, the, the new normal um, after all this. And a couple of places that, that we've had on our, our list to kind of check out, uh, one is a return trip, one is a new trip, are Chicago and Nashville. So we've been to Chicago a couple of times. I know a lot of you guys out there have uh, been fortunate enough to go to Chicago. Chicago is one of our favorite cities in America. Yes, It's a it great is. city. I always, I, I just call it like a clean New York, um, clean, less busy New York. Yeah, less, bu- uh, uh, a more digestible Yes, it's major city. Yeah. It's very digestible. It's a very digestible yeah. city. It's a very, um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's big, but I mean, it doesn't it doesn't feel, feel big. big. Yeah, and the neighborhoods are cool and distinct, and right, and a lot of stuff. Again, Michigan Avenue. You go on Michigan Avenue. A lot of stuff is there. Like you know, you go right downtown, the Michigan Mile. Easy to um, get around. We were able to go to a Phillies game fairly easily. Yeah, on the yeah, train. Got, yeah, got to Wrigley easily. Yeah. Again, if you go go north, you go to go to Wrigley, go to south, you go to go to the White Sox. Um, again, right down, to going heading south, you can go. You can go to uh, um, Soldier Field if you want to catch the Bears. Again, it's a very digestible yeah. city. Very easy to go. Again, multiple airports. Uh, so different different ways to get nice into the vibe, city. Nice vibe. Just a cool vibe. It's a nice, nice you, vibe. You hear all the bad stuff about Chicago in the news, which there's a lot of bad stuff about Philly, too. But as we know, that's not all there is to Philly. Right. And what you see in the news in Chicago isn't all there is to Chicago. There's, be- there's a beach. Yeah, there's, there's a like beach. There's the a, water, yeah. the boat rides. There's like a lot going on in Chicago. Yeah, some the very, pier. Yeah, the yeah, Navy Pier is amazing. Again, if you just want to go to the Willis Tower. I mean, there's so many great things. And then everybody goes to the Bean, you know, the, the yeah, Millennium I don't get Park. the point to that. But the Millennium Park is cool. I, we did it's it. Cool it's thing. whatever. And they have those water fountains <laughs> with those videos, which are cool. Yeah, I like those videos. That's more Roy Speed because he takes pictures. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm over it. No, Chicago's, <laughs> a very, Chicago's a very cool town. Chicago's a very awesome town. And Chicago is a great Great, great, great food town. Yes, all awesome. sorts, all sorts of good, different kind of cuisine in Chicago. There's nothing. I mean, obviously they're famous for their pizza, and we'll talk about that in a second. But there's, there's mm-hmm. nothing in particular. They're not like known for one specific type they of have cuisine. The hot dogs, the pizzas, the beef sandwiches. Like, right. there's a, a few things that that stand out as Chicago things. Right, right. Um, but Chicago's great stuff. But Chicago. Um, not only has all that stuff, one of Chicago, the best Chicago restaurants is a place, is a seafood restaurant. Yes. This is Shaw's, uh, Shaw's Crab House. 
in Chicago. Uh, we've been we, how many times? Two twice? times. We went twice. Two okay. Times. Yeah. So Shaw's Crab House Eat. in Chicago. It's a seafood crab house. So see, it's a seafood place. You, you can imagine. Um, and the seafood there is great. Yeah. We've gone two <laughs> times for what meal though? We've gone two times for brunch. Yes. They have a is it a weekend brunch it's or a Sunday a brunch? Weekend brunch. I don't know if it's Sunday or weekend. Oh, is it? A, I don't know. I'm, I'm not wait, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Well, Am I about, lying? Uh, when I it's say a that? week. It's a brunch they have on the weekend. Yes. May or may not just be on Sundays. I don't know. It's a weekend brunch. Okay. It's a weekend brunch. So yeah, because I'm like, why did we only go twice? Because it, it was on the weekend. Okay. Yeah, weekend brunch. So they have a a weekend brunch um, at Shaw's from 10 to 2 every weekend. and On Saturday and Sunday. And this is one of the best brunches Ooh, ever. Ciao. Period. <laughs> Period. So it's, it, it, it's called Shaw's Crab House because it's a seafood like brunch. If you are a lover of seafood, oysters, shrimp, if you like Bloody Marys, because they also do like this Bloody Mary bar where mm-hmm. you go through and you make like your own Bloody Marys. I'm not a huge fan of Bloody Marys. I don't like tomato juice like that. So I have not tried that, but I watch people go through and they love it and it, everything over there looks beautiful. There's like bacon and stuff over there to put on your Bloody Mary. There's like oysters, sushi, like omelets, waffles, bacon, sausage, like all your brunch and regular breakfast staples, but add in seafood, crab legs and stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. Can't recommend this brunch enough. And like Ray said, we did it twice. Yeah, we did it we did it twice. And and even better, again, there's a whole room just for like desserts. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a whole there's a whole section you go in and there's cake pops and cupcakes and candy and just all sorts. It's an amazing and the, brunch. And the bacon was really good, too. Now that I think about it. Yes, it's highly recommended by John Appetit Podcast that you check out Shaw's Crab House for the brunch. We haven't been for the dinner. I'm not. It's a little more, Um, I think it's it's a little more upscale with dinner and all that stuff. You know, the brunch is nothing to sneeze at. It's not like, you know, McDonald's or anything like that. But it's a little more accessible, I think. Um. But we haven't done dinner there. And for no particular reason. It's just that just, uh, we said, like the brunch so much. Yeah. So it's kind of like we don't want to mm-hmm. go to the same restaurant twice in a trip. We've done that before. Mm-hmm. But for something like this, it was like, all right, we'll go to brunch. And the trade-off is that we don't eat dinner or lunch there. Um, you, you mentioned most of these before. But I saw the list. I saw the menu on their website. Well, not the menu. But they run it down. Mm-hmm. So to kind of go over it again. Five buffet stations. Chill seafood and salad. A grand hot buffet with traditional breakfast items like, you know, the omelets and all that stuff. And many of Shaw's signatures, fried shrimp, crab cakes, parmesan crusted cod, build your own omelet and waffle bars, uh, roast beef tenderloin, lobster bisque, seafood gumbo, steamed Alaskan crab cakes and like the crab legs, excuse me. And like we said, there's a whole table. It's like a, it's in a separate room. They have a whole table of just desserts. Uh, and that you could take with you. They give you bags. You can put the desserts in the bags and take them with you, like candy or whatever. It's fantastic. And again, it's sixty it's sixty nine dollars for adults, which for what you get it's, is not no, bad at all. Because we have paid like that four seasons brunch, mm-hmm. which was fantastic, but you didn't get as much as you got at right. like Shaw's. No. Yeah. No. Like it's fifteen dollars for children seven to twelve. If you have kid and, and it's free for children six and under. If you have kids, this is an amazing deal. Yeah, because you get a fantastic brunch for sixty nine bucks, and then your spouse sixty nine. But then if you have small kids or whatever, fifteen dollars, and your kids can have as many crab legs as they want, and lobster bisque and roast. Uh, this is a amazing, amazing deal if you have if you have a family. 
Again, this is Saturdays and Sundays. Highly recommend it. And they have special brunches for uh, Christmas Eve and Mother's Day and Father's Day and special events. So, again, check them out. Um, if you're in Chicago um, for during during those times, again, it's a very, very cool deal. Um, of course, Chicago is, all, is known for its pizza. Mm-hmm. And one of the pizza places that is... I guess world-renowned, is Lou Malnati's. Uh, we've had a chance to go to Lou Malnati's. We've even had Lou Malnati's delivered to our home. And our um, hotel. <laughs> or and did we go get no, it? No, we went to go get it. Oh, we, we went to get it. it. Okay. Yeah, we went to go get okay. it. I, I thought that it. one was delivered. No, I picked it up, we, yeah. yeah Lou, Lou Malnati's, again, there's, there's a bunch of Chicago places. There's Lou Malnati's and Giordano's and Gino's East and Pizzeria Uno and you know, Pequa's and a whole bunch of other yeah. ones. Um, Lou Malnati's, uh, of the ones we've tried so far, Our. Lou Malnati's is, the is best. our favorite for the deep dish pizza. Yeah. The sausage deep dish pizza is fantastic. But they have great pizzas. I mean, you know, I, and I call and, it pizza loosely because Roy knows I refer to it as meat pie. Yeah, it's got you that. You can't pick it up. It's like you can pick it up. No, you shouldn't pick it up. You should eat it. It's a knife and fork eater. It's a lot going on in there. It's fantastic. The cheese they use is really good. Yeah. So the like, uh, um, Chicago deep dish pizza is a deep, this is thick. You know, kind of. Kind of crumbly. I don't want to say I don't want to say cracker crust, but it's like um. What would you call? Would you describe the crust? I don't. It's not it's, like cracker. Yeah, it, like it crumbles it, like a cracker. It, it, but it's like not, it reminds you of like it has the like the snap and the crunch of a thinner pizza. Yeah. So I don't know how they manage to do that on a thick crust pizza, but they're able to get that that snap and that crisp that you crisp that you get on a thinner uh, crust pizza. They managed to surround their pizza with that. So that I don't know if that's some dough magic or how mm-hmm. or if they just thin it out along the sides. But you get that same thing where if you like take a pizza crust and just snap it in half, it snaps in half and right. crunches, but it still has a little bit of chew in it. That's what they're able to do. And they put the cheese on the bottom and then the meat and then the sauce. Um, typically uh, is, is how Chicago pizza is done. Um, but yeah, Baloo Malnati's, uh, for their sausage pizza, it's like a, it's like a sausage patty because it's kind of, it's like a layer of sausage. Yeah. If you have, you've ever seen like this kind of pizza made, you'll know that most of the time they're either plopping it in there, but some of them, well, Lumanal at least takes it and makes it like a layer, like yeah, they just, layer the sauce. Yeah. It's like a, just a layer of cheese, a layer of sausage, a layer of the sauce. Um, again, it's very, it's very, very good. Um, you definitely need to try Chicago pizza. Like, even, even if you're not a fan of the style, like you have to try it you if you're out there. Lumanati's again, the places we've tried so far, Lumanati's is the best. Um, you also have to try, if you don't try anything else. You this have is to, Roy's favorite. <laughs> you have to get an Italian beef sandwich. <laughs> so these are these are beef sandwiches, roast beef sandwiches. Um, is it roast beef? Yeah, I think it's roast beef. Is it, is it roast? I, I, don't I don't know. know. It's, it's good beef. It's a beef I don't know sandwich. what it is. It's just good. And they put all sorts of, you know, peppers and all sorts of stuff Gier, on it. Giardinaire. What's that? Uh, Jardinaire. Jardinaire. And you can ask for it dipped where they dip it inside the old the au jus. You can ruin it and put cheese on it like Roy does. Uh, it's not ruining it. It's not ruining it. Um, the place that does this best is Al's Italian Beef. There's a bunch of them in Chicago. Al's Beef, man. It's Al's a chain. Beef. It's a chain. Al's beef is phenomenal. It's so good. I'll say it again. I've said it on the show, and I'll say it again. Al's Italian beef sandwich is better than a cheesesteak. I'll say it, and Roy, I'll stick by it. Roy's being blasphemous. Me. You can find me on Twitter at John Appetit. I'm not hiding nowhere. Al's Italian beef sandwich better than a cheesesteak, period, point blank. That's it. That's all I got to say. What do you have to say about Al's Italian beef? I really enjoy it. It's good. I get mine dipped. Got to dip it. Um... 
with the with the hot isn't there like a spicy jardinier? I feel like I mine is a little yeah yeah do a little spicy jardinier. I do not put cheese on it because that's just weird. And I let it go. It's fantastic. It's the bread's all soggy with the uh, uh, love. And the it. thing about the sandwich, you only really need one. They're yeah, extraordinarily was, filling. They pack them. Yeah. They like think of your favorite cheesesteak place that packs a sandwich, and then you've got Al's beef, and it's not even like a question of which one you go to. Anywhere you go, they're packing those things with meat. Yeah, they're extra, extraordinary sandwiches. They're very good. Um, another place that we had a chance to go to in Chicago is a, another seafood restaurant called Catch 35. It's so weird that they're able to do seafood that well. It's a big city. Yeah. So you're always worried about seafood in big cities. Big cities, planes fly every day, B. Like, <laughs> like there's, 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 there's fresh seafood flown in every single day from wherever they want. And they're right in the middle of the country or quote, close to the middle of the country. So I'm not surprised that, that seafood places are great there and catch 35 is a great seafood yeah. restaurant it's near downtown it's actually i think it's technically in downtown yeah um chicago um i don't even remember specifically what we had at this place and the place we'll talk about next all i know is it was a great meal yeah so i know we we both had fish well yes. <laughs> i know and i i know what i remember most about this place is having really good wine their wine selection was awesome um and I remember uh, at the time they had a dessert, a creme brulee dessert that was really, really good. It was probably the uh, one of the best I'd had until I went to, I forget where I went, where I had creme brulee and was recently where it knocked every other one out of the box. But um, I enjoyed this place and I would highly recommend it. it. The atmosphere in there is really a nice place, nice date spot. Yeah, it was a nice, nice special location spot. Uh, Cat 35, beautiful, beautiful looking restaurant, great food. Um, not overly expensive. Um, nice, nice spot. Catch thirty five, and finally on our list of Chicago uh, restaurants is a Italian place called Rosebud. Now there's a couple of these. They're they're also a chain as well. I think they're a family run chain. Uh, again, I want to say there's like five or six. Is it a restaurant know. group? I feel like they're more of a restaurant group. Maybe they're, they're a restaurant a group. Maybe they're a restaurant yeah, group. It's like a restaurant group. Like okay. The, the restaurant groups around Philly. Yeah, okay. it's more like that. Uh, we went to the one in Little Italy and on Taylor Street, um, but I'm sure. I mean, if you look on Yelp or you look on TripAdvisor, they're all pretty, pretty, pretty highly rated. Um, this was in like an Wait. old school Italian. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Italian restaurant. Like again, first of all, it was very scary. <laughs> Why was it scary? Because it was the first time we ever went to Chicago, mm-hmm. and I'm very weird about Roy taking me places where he doesn't know where he's going. Roy, in case you haven't picked up from the show, Roy is very adventurous. Roy will go to parts of the city where he's not familiar with, where maybe it's not the safest to go. I'm always worried about how I'm going to get back to where I need to be. So my problem with this place was one when we were, and this was not an Uber time. This is before Uber. This was before, before Uber, Uber, before yeah. Lyft. This is years ago. Yeah, this was our very first time going here. It, it was before Uber, before it left, and it was like, you're going to have a cab drop us off in a neighborhood where it's residential. I do not see any other people. So there's no hailing of cabs here. How are we going to get back to our, our hotel? So I was very nervous. So then we show up at this restaurant, and I'm like, this is not a restaurant. It's a bar. It looked like a bar. It looked like a neighborhood bar where neighborhood people go. You walk in, it still looked like a bar. It looked like, oh, Roy, 
this is not where we belong. This is a neighborhood bar and you're looking for a restaurant and you're crazy. So he tells the people, they walk us to the back of this bar. It opens up to a restaurant. (laughs) It was the coolest thing. After I stopped being nervous about how I was going to get back to my hotel. It was fine. Like It was fine. Like I was under the impression, and I still am, that, you know, like if a cab will drop you off somewhere, then there's probably going to be a cab somewhere <laughs> around there to pick you up. I don't believe that. <laughs> and there was. And so, yeah, so Rosebud, uh, again, great Italian food. I mean, it's kind of like your classic Italian yeah, restaurant, very, like, yes. you, know, the, you know, classic red sauce kind of Italian restaurant, that type of food, just a kind of grandma's kind of cooking kind of thing. It was, uh, what do we have there? Baked clams. Yeah, I'll never forget them. Good. They were so mm. good. So we had the baked clams. We, um, I also had, I had like a, uh, I feel like it was like a linguine with clams. Mm-hmm. That's what I had. You had something with a red sauce. Yeah, I'm sure I had a red sauce or something. Um, they was, their food was good. Like everything was we had was very good. Very Highly recommend good. if you. But Chicago has a lot of good Italian restaurants. Yeah, they have a ton. They have a, they ton. Have a ton of restaurants. But if you're starting mm. and you want to start off with something familiar, to, this is Rosebud is highly recommended. Yeah, there's one right on place. right on Michigan Ave. Um, if you don't, again, if you don't want to go to Little Italy or something, there's there's a few around the city. Yeah. Um, but uh, Chicago and these are just five places that good that date places as well. There there is there are tons of great places to eat in Chicago. Oh man. yeah, we've we've gone through many. Yeah, we've but, had to kind of like whittle the list down. But these are some that uh, on our next mm. trip to Chicago, we definitely revisit. Yeah, and there's, I know there's a bunch of great barbecue places, a bunch mm-hmm. of, you know, like a bunch of places for ribs, uh, you know, Harold's Chicken Shack yeah. and all sorts of good stuff that, starting to get hungry. you know, that, that, that <laughs> we really want to try when we go to Chicago. But again, if there's any places that you've been to in Chicago, please let us know. Again, John Appetit on all social media platforms or johnappetit at gmail.com. Please let us know. Because uh, again, we're always on the look, on the, on the hunt yeah. for some great, and places. we will be going back to Chicago soon. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be back hopefully. there soon enough. Now, a yes. place that's been on our bucket list for a minute is Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Of course, you think Nashville, first thing you probably think of when you think of food, anyway, is think of hot chicken. Because the Nashville hot chicken, um, you know, everybody's excited about the hot chicken at KFC. Um, I'm sure. No, the, I'm everybody's sure. not excited. Oh, they're not. They're not no. excited about we the We tried KFC. that a couple years KFC, ago. It was Nashville not hot chicken. They're not no. excited about it. No. Um, if you look on, if you've you know looked up Nashville food or seen anything on the Food Network or anything, I'm sure you've heard about their infamous uh, hot chicken restaurants. Of course, the the two that jumped to mind are Prince's Hot Chicken and Hattie Beef's. Yes. So, I'm sure that whenever we get to Nashville. Two of the places that we're going to hit up no matter what are Prince's and Hattie Prince's for the invention of the hot chicken yeah. and Hattie B's because we tried to sample a Hattie B's at Infatuation last summer. And, and it was excellent. It was so it was good. It's like, I can't wait to get to Nashville. It was excellent. Yeah, Prince's <laughs> Hot Chicken is the originator of the hot, hot chicken sandwich. And again, if you're not a fan of hot chicken, like super hot chicken, they have different levels of spice. Yeah, they have like mild. You can get mild, mild, medium, and hot, yeah. whatever. And then Hattie B's is the same thing. They yeah. like, you know, shut the cluck up or something like yeah. that. So you don't and, have to get super, super hot chicken. And we plan to go to both right. uh, because Hattie B, uh, Prince's, again, is the original. And Hattie B's says they're influenced by Prince's. Mm-hmm. So we enjoyed Hattie B's, so we have to see what's going on at Prince's. And there's Prince's. another place where a lot of a lot of locals say it's the best. Another place called Party File. Um, they're a newish, they're a newish hot chicken restaurant. Um, we're interested in that place as well. So. Yeah, so it'll be a hot chicken uh, tour. A lot of hot chicken. <laughs> a lot of hot chicken, a lot of ice cream uh, during that trip to Nashville. Another place that's come up in a lot of different lists is a place called, it's a breakfast place called Biscuit Love. 
Um, now, this is a place where, again, it's one of those places where people kind of line up outside for uh, for breakfast food. And they're, they're famous for their biscuit sandwiches. They have a sandwich, a chicken biscuit sandwich called the East Nasty. Yeah. It's a buttermilk biscuit topped with fried a fried boneless chicken thigh, aged cheddar, and sausage gravy. I want to say it was Esquire, but I'm not sure. I know it was one magazine or website that said it was the best sandwich in America. Yeah. Um, very intrigued by that. Although they have different other different biscuit sandwiches. They have as well. a, hot, a hot chicken. Biscuit. Yeah, they have a hot chicken biscuit <laughs> sandwich. Um, they also have these things called bonuts. They're fried biscuit dough tossed in sugar, topped with lemon mascarpone, and they're served over blueberry compote. So think of like. Uh, like munchkins, like like mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts munchkins kind of things, but like yep. a little bit better, like a little elevated munchkins kind of. Uh, we've seen these on a number of YouTube videos. They look delicious. Can um, not. Yeah, there's some great, some there's some great here. I think they're only open until like two or three or something like that. It's one of those breakfast, uh, seven to one, seven a.m. to one p.m. Um, so it's one of those breakfast brunch kind of places. Again, prepared to stand in line, prepared to wait. Biscuit love, again, is definitely on our list for Nashville. Another place is the Loveless Cafe. Again, this is one of those places, kind of like a down home kind of. If you want some good old country eating, you know, you go here. Don't say that ever again. Good old country eating. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, yeah, you look but at the, it sounds weird coming from you. Good old country eating. Please stop. <laughs> okay. Because it says right here on the platters, they have city ham and two eggs, sugar sugar cured for y'all northerners. <laughs> so you know what they're about here. They serve breakfast all day, every day. You get your breakfast with your choice of grits, hash brown casserole, home fried potatoes or fruits, plus biscuits and preserves. They feed you. Wait, but do you know what's funny about this uh, sugar cured for y'all northerners? Yes. Because it's true. <laughs> My grandfather used to get ham steaks from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And they were the saltiest things. I hated them. Because you were used to ham tasting sweet. Sweet, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. No, they have breakfast plates. Again, you get chicken and waffles and stuff like that. But pit they cooked have, pork barbecue with two eggs. That's, yeah. I'm done. That's all I need. Do pit cook, pit, pit cook barbecue. That, that's your thing? With two eggs. You that's get fried, fried pork chops with two eggs and white gravy. I mean, there's a biscuit sampler platter if you like those pimento biscuits. I'm not a fan of pimento cheese. Me either. Um, but if you want to do the fried green tomatoes and all that stuff, you can do that. Um, there are some good looking spots, things on this menu. Um, again, so if you're a northerner or a southerner, you can check out uh, Loveless Cafe because they're they're a good looking spot. At least this menu is a very good looking spot, a very good looking menu. Um, another place it's called Butcher and the Bee. Um, this is one of those like uh, one of those seasonal kind of places. Again, I know Nashville's food scene is kind of like Philly. I think that they're kind of like on a on a nice upward trajectory, and this is one of those kind of um, I don't want to say elevated dining places, but I guess I guess it's the best way to put it, right? What do you mean, upscale or not up, like not upscale. farm to table kind farm of Farm to deal? table kind of like, you know, I mean, they have avocado toast. I mean, that's not what you would think of in necessarily in Nashville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, they have some. They have to come up with a, uh, is that new American? Yeah, I guess it's new American. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the way to, the way to describe it. Yeah, because. Uh, um, but yeah, they have some good, they have some good stuff here, like Israeli fried chicken. Lamb. No, that's not New America. They're just doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, They're so, just all over the place. Yeah, but it's that's a good always menu. good though. Yeah, look, they have a grilled lamb riblets with a, a Turkish coffee rub, uh, Israeli fried chicken, um, lamb merguez kebabs, um, some good stuff, uh, steak tartare, 
Um, some good looking stuff on this menu. Avocado crispy rice. Yeah, no, there's some what good looking stuff. That? There's some good looking stuff on this menu. They have an Israeli breakfast with shakshuka. Oh, you guys gotta check this menu out, man. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, again. This, this is, this is like, No, this is like heavily uh, Israeli influenced menu. Yeah, yeah, it's heavily, but I don't know if it's. Oh, maybe it's. I don't want to call them an Israeli restaurant. Well, maybe it is because they have a lot. Of, no, this is a lot of yeah, Israeli food. Hummus so, and yeah, yeah. meze. Yeah, so maybe yeah. it is. Maybe we'll call it that. We'll call it that. Um, Green yeah. eggs and lamb. Oh, oh that sounds good, right? <laughs> It's like avocado hollandaise. Yo, can't wait to go to Nashville. You know, this is a good, yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah, they don't, they don't call themselves um, an Israeli restaurant. That's why they want to do it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's a good looking stuff. It's a good looking menu here. Um, a place that we know from another city Ooh, yes. has an outpost in Nashville. We've talked, have we talked about Husk? We, we talked sure about we it on our South, our Charleston trip because we yeah. went there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure we have. So yeah, so Husk is a restaurant um, that used to be run by uh, Sean Brock. Um, in Charleston, um, and we went to Charleston, and it is—I'm sure it still is—one of the best restaurants in Charleston. It's a good old, you know, for y'all Northerners, you know, good old Southern style cooking. Um, it's a good restaurant. Yeah, I can't even—I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's good like Southern. A ele- it's an elevated southern, southern cooking. Yeah, like yeah. collard greens and grits, shrimp and grits, and. All that kind of stuff. Hickory smoked chicken yeah. wings with sweet potato hot sauce. Yeah. Like it's cracklings, <sighs> like that kind of stuff. So this they is have... the place where I had the fried chicken skin, but the one in Charleston. And now <gasps> they have. Well, they've had one. They have one in uh, in Nashville. Yes. And again, the menu is similar. It's a little different because again, it's different chefs, different you know, different group, but. It's a very similar menu. So again, if you want, you know, your shrimp and grits and that stuff, and your hickory smoked chicken wings, you have that. But they have their other, you know, their other things as well. They have a, a North Carolina catfish with royal red shrimp head gravy and Carolina gold rice. They have that. They still have the cornbread for the table. That cornbread was amazing, by the way, with the bacon in it. Yes. Um, but again, they have some good stuff on the Brussels sprouts uh, with the the. The beef. There's some good looking stuff on this. I'm just kind of glancing through this menu real quick. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm so hungry. Yeah, right country now. ham with cheddar biscuits, Dijonese, and pickles. I, mean, I have not on. eaten today, so <laughs> this is kind of hard for me. Yeah, so this is good. This is so good. I cannot wait to go to Nashville. This is good. This is a good eats here. This is a good eats here. And final, oh, not final. I'm sorry. No, you got two more. Oh, uh, two more. We got two more. Um, a barbecue place because again, Nashville is known for its barbecue, mm-hmm. and uh. They do the so so I guess so they're an offshoot of Carolina style is that was that fair because they do the vinegar and the sauce but isn't there sweet though well they do why do I feel like Nashville they do has they sweet, do tomato or is sauce. that Memphis well Nashville and Memphis oh they similar. do tomato with vinegar yeah in it. see Carolina, Carolina doesn't, doesn't do tomato, do tomato. Right? Yes. no yeah so they do tomato sauce so they do the vinegar but they also do the tomato sauce um, and they really do they really kind of stick to pork like you really won't find brisket. No, like it's rare. Really, southern barbecue is usually pork, right? Beef, uh, pork, uh, ribs, pulled pork, pork and pork ribs, and, you know, pork, yeah. pork ribs, chicken, chopped barbecue yeah. in the Carolinas. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, um, you're not gonna find brisket. It's rare that you find brisket. It's rare I that wouldn't you find, want it anyway. It's rare it, that you find beef not ribs. Not from Texas or Mike's Barbecue or kind of side eye. So peg leg porker, they stick to pork. They have chicken, but they they're basically pork. You want ribs. And you want pulled pork? You go to Peg Lake Porker. They're one of the best, uh, highly more highly rated places in Nashville, doing barbecue. So if you want your, your dry rib, your dry rub ribs, your pulled pork, uh, half chicken, barbecue sandwiches, they also have Kool Aid pickles. 
which I'm very curious about. I'm not a pickle fan. That's some um, stuff I've heard about. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. They have pork rinds too, though, which is more approachable. That's a. I thought that was like it's real. A specific culture. That's real. <laughs> it's a southern. It's a southern thing. It's oh, real. Like they have them on the shelves. They at, sell them. They, yeah, they sell them on the shelves at like Walmart. You when get, I saw yeah. people doing that, like, I was just like, "What the heck is going on?" They sell on the shelves of Walmart in the south. Mm-hmm. I've you looked seen, it up. I've seen pictures of of, of of Kool-Aid pickles on the shelf at the store at supermarkets. That's disgusting. It's not for everybody. Not for everybody. But yeah. You don't even like pickles. I don't. <laughs> I don't. So you can't even fathom someone who likes pickles, what our thought process is. I don't. That. I mean, I used to eat pickles when I was a kid, but I, I don't. I can't do that. I mean, maybe. Would I try those? Maybe. No. For no, the culture. You I can't. I wouldn't even. I would disown you. I um, can't. But yeah, but you know, half rack, full racks of ribs, all sorts of good stuff. Again, peg leg porker. Um, you can check them out in Nashville. And finally, it's a place called called Arnold's Country Kitchen. There's a lot of restaurants in, I want to say the South, but I know Nashville, that do something called the meat and three. And so you get a main entree. I think entree. that's a Southern thing. Is it yeah. a Southern thing? Yeah. Okay. And I think it veers over into the uh, Midwest too. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it originally in the South comes up like a lunch counter thing where you do the, the meat and three. Yeah. So meat and three is basically, um, there's like a lunch counter, like you mm-hmm. said, and you go there and you, you pick out a main entree, and you can pick out three. You pick out three sides, and like that's your meal. And so they call it meat and three sides. Um, so and again, the, the prices are extraordinarily reasonable. You can get a meat an entree and three sides at this Arnold's Country Kitchen for less than eleven dollars, and that's a meal. That's an entire meal. Um, and it, the sides and the sides and the entrees rotate every day. So depending on the day you go, a certain size and certain certain entrees. So, so this is soul food. So this is soul food. So you can get um, you know you know blackened trout with mac and cheese and cream corn and you know turnip greens. You know on Monday mm. or you go on Tuesday, you can get sugar cured ham with uh, candied yams and boiled cabbage and corn pudding. Like that's right. like you can just hook it up like that. Um, so Arnold's Country Kitchen, I think, is the most famous meat and three spot. Again, every day the menu's different. So again, if you go check the menu before you go, just to see, you know, what kind of things that you want to you want to uh, eat. Uh, unless day, you but. just like soul food and you don't really care unless what you, you're yeah. serving because you know you're gonna find something. There's five options for entrees every day, so you're probably gonna find one that you like. Yeah. And there's a you know probably like eight or nine different sides, so you're you'll probably gonna good. find three that you like. So you'll probably be good any day. But if you're looking for certain things, like if you're looking for chicken livers and rice, that's only Thursday. So. Mm-hmm. Plan accordingly, um, but yeah, Arnold's Arnold's uh, Country Kitchen is is probably the most famous meat three. I think they got a James Beard Award or, or something like that. Oh, oh that, we definitely answered. Yeah, this they're one. they're they're a pretty famous restaurant. Lunch spot here we come. Yeah, Arnold's Meat and Three. I believe they're not open. Let me see. They have weird hours and not open on the weekends or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think they're only yeah open Monday to Friday, ten thirty a.m. to two forty five p.m. It's a lunch spot. It's during the week. Arnold's Country Kitchen. So make plans accordingly if you're heading to Nashville. So again, those are the places. Yeah, they won the James Beard Award. I'm just looking at it now. So they are. Uh, those are the places that we are interested in. That we're planning, um, we're plotting on when yeah. we escape quarantine. Whenever we can get out of the house, and those are some of the places that are going to be on our list. Hopefully, we'll have a chance to, to check out some of those uh, when we head down to Nashville again. If anybody's been to Nashville, what's the drive to Nashville like from here? Yeah. 18 hours I'm guessing I mean it's a little bit See, it's around that it's around that, that time we had a if we lived in a mobile home what does a mobile home have to do <laughs> with driving to Nashville 
That 18 hours wouldn't seem so bad if you were driving your house. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it is. It's bad because I would do most of the driving. You probably would. So, no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No. No mobile home. Oh, I'm not driving. To, I'm not. No. We're not doing that. Okay. We're not doing that. So, yes, yeah, so Nashville, from, from where we are right now, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, so less than that. Really? What is it? Oh, because nobody's on the road. 12 hours. Hmm. Which isn't terrible now. That <laughs> see, see, and if your house was like in, like right behind you, no, no, I'm not doing that. But yeah, you can pull over and sleep. No, no, not doing that. But yeah, but Nashville <laughs> again. Heard great things about Nashville, just as a city. Um, you know how it's like, kind of laid out with Broadway and all that good stuff, um, where all the all the honky tonks and um, and all that and everything down there. So Nashville, very cool place. Hopefully, we'll have a chance to get to it. At some point, if you've been or if you're planning a trip, please let us know about the places, whether or not, whether they're restaurants or not, if it's a good bars that you know about or good hotels to stay in, um, because Nashville hotels are very expensive because um, a lot of people, Nashville is like one of the most popular bachelor and bachelorette party cities in America. So I know a lot of people listening have probably go, have been to Nashville. So you guys know it's about all Nashville. the music and the yeah. food and the nightlife, that all that's going on. What's that street? Beale Street? Beale Street. Yeah. Beale Street. No, it's Beale Street's like, Memphis. No, Beale Street's Memphis. Of, yeah, you're thinking Broadway. You're thinking Broadway. I'm thinking Broadway. Yeah. Okay, Broadway with um, um, all that stuff going yeah. on. So if you guys Isn't know, the Grand Ole Opry there, Grand too? Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, yeah there's Grand a lot Opry. going on there. Yeah, so if you guys know Vanderbilt, you know, Vanderbilt University's right there. If you guys know of anything in Nashville, please let us know. Again, John Appetit on all social media platforms. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have some upcoming events to tell you about or some other things to tell you about. And we're handing out invitations to Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number three of the show. Again, this is where we usually do our upcoming events, but no, no events to tell you about. Again, we want to urge you guys, if possible, to kind of take part in the Great American Takeout. There's a lot of great restaurants in and around Philadelphia who are doing takeout, whether it's direct or through Caviar, through Uber Eats. Um, Crybaby Pasta is offering pasta, salads, and sides and desserts. Again, check out their Instagram for their latest menus. Uh, Woodrow, Woodrow Sandwich Shop, they're available on Caviar, so if you want one of the Best cheesesteaks in Philadelphia with that Cooper Sharp Whiz. Check out Woodrow's on Caviar. We mentioned Mike's Barbecue. If you go on their website, um, I, I believe it's Wednesdays through Sundays now. 8 a.m. is when their ordering opens up. So you can place your order for Mike's Barbecue at 8 a.m. every day when they're open and pick up as between 12 and 5.15 p.m. Um, when they're open, they have a, a very cool system worked out at Mike's Barbecue. Again, if you want your brisket, if you want your, they're doing the brisket cheesesteaks, they're doing ribs, they're doing all sorts of good stuff, they're doing wings. Um, so if you want your Mike's Barbecue fix, you can get them as well. Red Crest Fried Chicken is available on Uber Eats, or you can call them for pickup. And a place we talked about a, a little while ago, Lee Hao Fook, they're available on Caviar. You can order dumplings. You can get like a like a fifty pack of dumplings. You can get like a frozen pack of wow. dumplings and kind of take them take them home and kind of like a you know freeze them and cook them as you wish. So we need a freezer. Check out uh, Lee Hao Fook if you want some great Chinese food as well. It's time now for our Sunday dinner, our portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for a Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy. 
or at least noteworthy to us. It's a little bit of a break from talking about food the entire time. Who is your Sunday dinner, so, madam? So my Sunday dinner uh, invite goes out to someone, and I'm going to make this super quick because he's already got enough attention in his own mind, and I'm not. I don't really want to give him a lot more. Uh, so Draymond Green, come on down. He is just so delusional. Uh, I watched uh, an interview. Uh, what's that show I watch? All the Smoke. All the Smoke. So I enjoy watching All the Smoke. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a, a podcast with Stephen Jackson and um, oh, why is his name? Matt, Matt Barnes. Barnes. With Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. I watch all the interviews up there. I, I find the two of them hilarious. And I just like the way the interviews go because they're two people that played basketball. They know these people. They know what to ask. And they actually get behind stuff that I think people like me want to know when it comes to, like, what was in certain people's heads when certain things went down and how trades went down and what they were feeling and when, if they found out whether or not they were being traded. Just stuff that uh, stuff that I'm curious about. And uh, it seems like a lot of people are, too, because it's a very popular show. Anyway, they had Draymond Green up there. I don't even know when they taped that one. I was watching it yesterday. And on there, I've never liked him. Ray knows this. Draymond Green, that is. And on there, he just sounded so delusional. Like, he was just so great. And I'm sitting and I'm thinking, no, you were on a great team. You had two to three other people, depending on the time frame, that were way better than you. That actually made you look really good. We could have substitute substituted basketball player B in there for you. And the outcome still, in my opinion, would have been the same. And then I wake up this morning to Twitter. And Draymond Green is, is, um, is trending. Because he had a nerve to go on Bleacher Report, I believe it was. It was a Bleacher Report interview, maybe. Maybe. And he referred to himself, Clay, and Steph as the big three, saying that the three of them changed the game. And the fact that he was just delusional to put himself with those two, it's just, he irks me. And I, I know that's petty at a time like this, but I wanted to be petty this morning. And I don't like him. So does he get the invite? No, he really can't come here, but he is just the person I want to talk about today because he's so annoying. Done. There it is. Draymond Green, um, Golden State Warriors forward, who averaged eight and six last year. <laughs> eight and six. But he changed the game. He changed the game. I, I, I'll say this. I'm not, a, I'm not a Draymond Green fan. And don't. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no. Don't, don't it. shoot him any bail. Don't, no. I'll leave it, all right, I'll leave it at that. Uh, real quick before eight I get into. Six. Before I get into my, my real, my real uh, Sunday dinner. First of all, I guess just two sets of, of Sunday dinner invites. First set goes out to everybody, everybody who got drafted this weekend in the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. Shout out to all you guys. I haven't seen my husband in three days. Thanks. All 255 <laughs> people who got drafted and everybody's family. Um, again, this is I know we're under adverse circumstances or adverse situation for a lot of people. Um, but again, this is a great moment for you know, a lot of families. Um, and even those who didn't get drafted, who got signed, who signed free agent contracts, um, you know, with various teams. It's a big, big weekend. I hope you guys are able to play. Hundreds of families' lives were changed this weekend, um, so this is big. So, so congratulations to you guys. Um, again, I know you, a lot of people probably didn't have the parties they really wanted to have. I know I saw a lot of videos that a lot of people still had those parties anyway. Really, <laughs> at their house. there were people at the house. Uh, we had the videos, but uh, I mean, it, I gotta understand it. I, it's not uh, the greatest, but I get it. Um, so, shout out to everybody who got drafted. Shout out to ESPN as well for kind of keeping us entertained this past week. Through the quarantine, last weekend was the first two nights of the Last Dance documentary, which was pushed up, 
which is first supposed two to be sections. Uh, first two, yeah, first yeah. two sections, first two hours yeah. of the Last Dance documentary it was pushed up from June, uh, but they realized we had nothing to do, so they pushed it up until to last week. So now we're getting it early. So thank you, ESPN, for doing that. Very and cool. Thank you for your work, along with the NFL Network, doing a combined NFL uh, NFL draft show. Um, and shout out to the NFL as well for raising $100 million awesome. this weekend uh, for coronavirus relief. So shout out to everybody involved with that production this weekend. Very, very good work. Now, my actual Sunday dinner goes out to a man. I want to get this man's name right because the man deserves to have his name right. Um, hold on. Give me a second. You got Can you stall for me for a second? Yeah, sure. I, 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 have, I have no idea. I have, I have no idea what he's going to say. His name is Mike Sanko. Who's this? He is the governor, I assume that's like a mayor, of Nairobi, Kenya. What'd he do? He was blasted on social media for his plans, announcing his plans to include small bottles of Hennessy in food packs being distributed to the city's poor families amid the coronavirus pandemic. He wanted to give them some Henny? He wanted to give them some Hennessy. He said, according to the research from the World, Horf- no. World Health Organization... No. No. Alcohol plays a very no. major role no. in killing the coronavirus. No, no. Or any no. sort of virus. No. At least it was uh it was actual drinkable alcohol. He said in a separate <laughs> interview that it was like a, a throat sanitizer. Did he want them to give it to the kids? And the, so the families get these packs. So they yeah, get packs did of he food. want them to to no, 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 give kids he, he didn't say it. He to didn't kill corona. He didn't say it. He would like to include Hennessy in See, food packs. I would have respected him more if he was like, I wanted to give it to him because we all need a little escapism at a time like this. Then a nice drink would help them to relax. I could have respected that. But he's really in his mind thinking if you drink Hennessy, if you gargle with it, it's going to kill Corona in your throat. He said it was a throat sanitizer. I'm not going to get into the specifics <laughs> of how the Hennessy oh. should be used. I guess it's better than putting Lysol in there. I'm a fan of putting Hennessy in care packages. I am. I am for for the purpose of, hey, have a drink and relax on us. Right. That's why I couldn't understand when PA closed down the liquor store. Right. It's like, how do you expect people to get through this if they can't have a they drink? They can't have a drink, right. Um, as someone who's taken to drinking quite a bit <laughs> since this all started. Um, but not, no, no. Where are they getting this from? Were they getting... Because we saw reports telling us that we shouldn't drink a lot of alcohol. Did you see those reports I saw, here? I saw those reports. Which those I, I don't put stock yeah. in. It. <laughs> yeah. I didn't put stock in that either because I'm i I'm good. Like I said, I've increased my drinking and I wash my hands and don't go outside. But anyway, um, yeah, no. Come on, Kenya. That so, was Kenya, you said? Uh, again, he's a, he's a governor, which I assume is like the mayor of Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah. Now, alleged, according on, that's to the, a big city, too. According man. to the BBC, he's also been accused, of, previously been accused of drug trafficking and money laundering. Well, there you go. Which he denies. There you go. Which he denies. And prison authorities said he, he also escaped from a maximum facility prison 20 years ago. How is he the mayor? Listen, man, they give it, they give it up different in Nairobi. <laughs> How did he make it that? F- do not listen to people <laughs> who, and what's... Mm, that's uh, mm. <laughs> I'm done why are there so many people in charge that at a time like this that don't know what they're doing I can't I cannot I cannot when you think of like what's going on in like Florida and Georgia like I cannot I can't and this happening all over the world apparently 
I'm, We're all in trouble. Please, people, pray. I'm a, I'm in favor of Mike Sanko. I'm Team Sanko. Unless you really did something bad, we got a lot. <laughs> you got, you got, no, got you up. can't be Team Ham. First of all, what did Madison. he get locked up for? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Second of all, if he's an escaped prisoner, how did he get elected? And why did that deter people from voting for him? And then number two, he didn't give them Hennessy for the reasons that you and I would give Hennessy. He gave it to them because in his brain, he thought that he would be able to, they would be able to clean the corona out of their throats with it. You cannot be Team whatever his name is. You can't. You if you if you are, you have to leave. You raise a lot of good points. I'm just saying, Marion Barry got elected. I don't understand that either. People uh, knew he smoked crack, and he still got elected. Um, yeah. What the heck is wrong with people? Yeah. So there's that. I should go get elected for something. I'm pretty sure I couldn't be. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure people. in Nairobi you can probably win in a I, landslide. <laughs> good grief. Yeah. So there it is, Mike Sanko, governor of Nairobi, Kenya, um, Hennessy. Wow. Hennessy. And that is it for this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's always to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you order in from your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you ultimate control. With the XFi app, you can pause the Wi-Fi at the push of a button. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet with Xfinity Flex, a 4K streaming device included, so you can search less and watch more. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex.